Hello, I'm Dr. Karen Debbie Cradle, PhD, and you're listening to season three of Why Are You Here? This season, I've ditched the couples and I'm chatting to individuals. Individuals like celebrities, influencers, and naturopaths about how they relax, how they look after themselves, how they do wellness, and how they look out for the number one most important person in their relationship, you. Well, I mean, them, but you, you, you understand what I'm saying. Anyway, and now it's time for part two of our uh, ex- exclusive interview with Kyle Minogue. What do you remember from childhood, Kyle? What we, what was your favorite fairy tale? Oh, it was um, probably Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It was just about mm. a, a, a small person looking for their place, but constantly mm. being sent away by aggressive bears. And the bears in this case would be Baz Luhrmann. Bears Luhrmann. Is that right? Bears Luhrmann. I mean, this all makes sense to me. I've mapped together a strong picture of your psyche. What does it look like? It's Picasso-esque. I mean, he was pretty good, so that's all right. Angles, disconnection. Shapes, shades, misogyny, a little bit. But overall, the overall impression, of course, is that of star power, of significance. Of being alive. Of being alive, yes. Of connecting. See, much like a Picasso, your selves are fragmented. But there is, there is something tying them together. There is a dominant narrative, a dominant feeling that you get when you look upon yourself. When one looks upon Kyle, one from the outside does not see these fragmented selves. One sees a man, a man who's destined for the arias as himself. Not just as an accidental placeholder with Jess and Lisa Oroglasso. No. Do you mean I could, I could I could one day present a Logie and then get fired from home and away for exposing my penis at an after party like Axel Whitehead? I see that as a possibility. And people would look and they'd be like, that's Kyle's penis, not Kylie's. I'd also like to see you turkey slapping someone on Big Brother. Oh, I could bum dance. You could. I did an audition for Big Brother. I put my tape in, but they thought, this isn't Celebrity Big Brother. And they said that too. Oh. And they sent me away. And I was like, I'm not a celebrity. Get me in here. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, Kyle. Um. 
that it's it's ironic, isn't it? That they thought you deserve to be on Celebrity Big Brother, and so they what? took your tape and put it from the pleb pile into the famous pile. They they thought I was Kylie, even though it was me on the tape. I thought she was doing one of her classic one of her classic uh. character impressions. Mm-mm. And that's what we call a mental set as well, because people, when their expectation is to see Kylie, they'll just see Kylie right there. Well, and that's happened to me all my life. It's happened mm-hmm. to me numerous times in the last half an hour, in fact. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. It was, it was you. You um, you asked me questions about the impossible princess. Sorry, I'm getting now, some, just getting a when- bit of reflux. Have your reflux because I need I need to ask you the question that everyone has wanted me to ask you. Tell me what it was like dating Michael Hutchins. Um, look, it was a tough relationship um, because he had just broken up with Kylie Minogue and he was on the rebound. Um, but I think I offered him um, that familiarity and support that he needed to really mm. help him get through um, a tough time. Oh, I, I see. And wait, so then, wait, so you were in between Kylie and Paula Yates? Yes, in a, in a manner of speaking, in a timeline fashion, yes. It was only very brief. Um, I think he had that mental set thing that you were just talking about mm. and he very quickly learned that I was uh, not, in fact, Kylie Minogue but, mm. me, but me. And once he worked out that I was me and not some sort of uh, weaning off of Kylie, um, he stopped returning my phone calls um, and sent back the, oh. the, um, the trinkets that I had wooed him with. That must have been heartbreaking. Look, it was because I didn't keep any of the receipts. So, um, like, you lose relationships sometimes and that's just what happens, but at least if you can return the goods, you get your money back. What kind of trinkets are we talking here, Kyle? Oh, look, I bought him a little ceramic ham um, because because I used to call him my little piggy. Mm. Um, mm. Okay. Um, and Talk I- to that. Talk to that because so you're a cassowary, he's a piggy. And I needed meat. Mm. I mean, I was just fulfilling fulfilling the drive to have a human connection and maybe mm. maybe the human connection to Kyle is the meat to the cassowary. Mm. And where does the thumb... Oh, I'm sorry, my mind just went completely blue and I was thinking, you know what I was thinking the thumb was? A, a penis? Yes, yes, Michael Hutchinson's dick. I mean, I, I, is that what it what what yeah? I I've got to be honest, Doctor Karen. I'm already competing with Kylie Minogue. I can't compete with Michael Hutchins's dick as well. Um, uh, I think that the thumb is possibly just the outstretched hand requesting human connection, trying to hold on to it as much as I can. Um, like I was trying to hold on to as much mm. of the pie as I could at once. Yes, and yet you were prepared to risk burning your thumb to hold on to that pie. Is that what it was like with Michael? I was always at risk of getting burnt. Um, I should have 
really known better that everything previously in my life up to that point that um that Kylie had got to before me was never meant for me. Um, but I just mm. thought, oh, well, maybe, or maybe on this opportunity something would change. And I guess that was the beginning of the end, really. That was when I really started to notice the pattern of the things that I thought I wanted that Kylie got instead or first. Mm. Um, they were never going to be mine. Oh, oh, I'm crying. I've shed a tear. I'm crying too. It's, um, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very hard way to be, Doctor Karen. Um, mm. Why did you make the decision to get a pixie haircut? Um, well, when my hair's too long, it gets very fluffy in the wind. So I thought mm. it's better just to keep something. Wait, do you mean me or do you mean Kylie? Oh my god, I'm. Oh, God, I just looked at my notes again. Because oh. I, would, I would love to put it out there to the world that that was actually one of the only things that I did before her. Roughly 18 months before Kylie Minogue debuted her pixie mm. haircut, I got a pixie haircut. Um, mm-hmm. And I had some very unkind people say, your head is too big for that, or, good Lord, are those ears or are they soup cans? And Oh, um, <laughs> And and I I but I was the pioneer of the Minogue pixie haircut, and I just I never got any recognition for that. Um, for one of the rare times that I did something, struck out on my own, mm. and, and Kylie, in a way, impersonated me. So, you know, I I feel like there there perhaps are other things that you may have done first. Did. But- do you feel that Kylie actually is watching you, is monitoring you, taking from your life? It, could that be possible? I mean, I guess it is. it could be possible. If I know that she exists and we have a similar name, then logically she might know that I exist and that we have a similar name. Mm. Because, I mean, presumably she's been ordering things online during lockdown and... And maybe they've come to you. I I don't know. If I'm sending all of these things out and people are saying, oh, it's Kylie, and then it turns out that, no, it was me, then how many things is she sending out and people are saying, oh, it's Kyle, but it's her? Exactly. I didn't get invited to my 10-year high school reunion. I wonder if she did. I wonder if she went to St Kevin's. She may well have. She may well have turned up. I was on the yearbook committee. She wouldn't have done a good retrospective speech at the... She wouldn't have known what she was... Kylie's just like me. She's probably suffered quite a lot as well. You know what? I think she probably has. Oh, that that poor lamb. Oh, that poor girl. Oh. Mm. Mm. How does it feel to have empathy for the person that has caused you so much pain well I've, I've spent so much time in not only my physical workplace basement but also the dark place dark basement of my heart thinking that I'm the only only person who's having anything bad happen to them but this whole time mm. oh my god is can't get you out of my head about me 
I think there's a 95% possibility that it is. And when she says you're loving, she's not talking about physical loving. She's talking about the people who care for me who have accidentally reached out to her instead Mm -hmm. thinking that it was, oh, my God, I've inspired one of the biggest hits of the last 20 years. When your nan sent her a birthday card with $5 in it, that was the last straw. And she was like, I need to put pen to paper, go into the recording studio and produce a number one smash hit about this. Oh, Karen, I was so mad at my nan that year for forgetting my birthday. But if she sent it to Kylie accidentally, oh, my God. Mm. Oh, I stopped speaking to my grandmother after that birthday. Oh, Okay, well, and I mean... I could have had a relationship with my grandmother if only I hadn't been so locked up in my own feelings. Mmm. Is she still with us? My grandmother? Mmm. I don't know. I stopped talking to her. Well, perhaps now is a good time to reach out. She friend requested me 54 weeks ago, but I didn't accept and I just watched the the week numbers tick up on Facebook. Mm. Perhaps if I accept now, I can see if she's recently updated anything and I'll know if she's dead or not. Yes, unless it's a legacy account, of course. I mean, sometimes people do. You know what? Let's start there. Let's try that. Let's, Let's look towards... Building your career, what would be a first? I presume so. You're working now where? Uh, I work at an IT company. I um, I monitor the servers. The servers. Yeah, we've got a lot of data storage on site. Um, for whatever reason, we haven't gone into like Amazon Web Services or anything like that. We keep everything mm. very local. Um, mm. The CEO is very afraid of the cloud. Um, so, um, so I'm I'm in charge of. I pretty much I get there at, at eight thirty and I go down into my basement and then I leave mm. at six. Um, mm. And I just hang out in the, in the basement, make sure that everything's going all right. Mm. Mm. Okay, and uh, and and if you could could choose to do anything, anything what, anything that your mind could imagine in this world what would it be i'd be the principal dancer for the sydney ballet company Mm. um well kyle i mean at 35 it's let's let's be real here it's not if you're not already oh it's probably too oh you said you said earlier that you, you know 30, 35 year old tendons aren't like seventeen year old oh, tendons; yeah, but... they snap. Oh, um, so as I, as I discovered, God, working yeah. from home yeah. with a um, non ergonomic desk setup. You, um, you, mm. you, you dare to let yourself dream just for a minute, and um, and a woman who thinks that you're Kylie Minogue and that she was going to do a therapy session with Kylie Minogue, but she gets you instead. She she promises you positive constant reinforced but she uh, she says no immediately um I'm not gonna lie parent that's a bit of a kick in the dick um kick in the well t- kick in the t- while... t- yes 
that is unfortunate. But but while we are on the topic of dancing, I did want to ask when you were putting together the Impossible Princess tour, which I was fortunate enough to see at uh, the Palais in 1997. Did you deliberately? Uh, I heard this as a rumor. Okay. You didn't want any female dancers to be taller than you. So instead of looking for female dancers that were shorter than you, you just got all male dancers and made them topless. Is that right? Is that what happened? Karen, I'm going to ask you something. Um, Would it be easier for you if I finished this session just pretending that I was Kylie Minogue? Um, Because a lot of your questions seem to be very specific to her choices and her lifestyle and how she goes about dealing with her own personal demons. And um, and every time that um, you ask a question that's related to her, um, a little part of me dies. Honestly, Kyle, I thought you'd never ask. I, I'm so glad you picked up on that because I just, I had done so much preparation and research to interview Kylie and I just. I'm happy to meet you halfway, Dr. Karen, because you've been very good to give me this session in the first place. Um, well, exactly, you know, and I don't do that for just anyone with a celebrity-sounding name. No. No. Like my friend, no. um, you wouldn't do it for my friend Nick Kidman. Um, Nickers Kidman? Uh, Nicholas. No, I did I did do Nickers Kidman. No, his name's Nicholas. Um, Ni- Nicholas Kidman. Yeah. He oh. Got, he has a lot. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. He's actually got a lot of um, similar stories to me probably. I mean, he's... Actually, he's wicked sick on a BMX, and um, when mm. BMX Bandits came out, it was the absolute bane of his existence. Um, he got he got laughed off the track. Mm. Um, it was tough. It was very tough. Very tough. That that is. He also hard. auditioned for Moulin Rouge, and he he got told, uh. "You're not Nicole Kidman. You can't play Satine. I'm Baz Luhrmann. Get out of here." Oh. Oh, Baz. Baz is just responsible for so much trauma in, in Hollywood, isn't he? Yes. And, wa- and in the general population from yes. his films. I watched Australia and it was not good. Oh, 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 oh God, that takes me back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Saw that one when I was coming down from a rave at the Docklands. Not, not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. No. Um, no, it's just a lot of cow rustling or horse rustling. Ooh. Sheep? Rustling. Hugh Jackman. You know, you know, you know, I, you know, I know Hugh. Yeah, uh, look, yeah. Uh, I mean, you have no reason to lie to me. I mean, you've never actually, have you met Hugh as Ky- Kyle or? As Kyle or as Kylie? As Kyle, Kyle E? As Kyle, I've never met Hugh Jackman, um, but mm. but as Kylie, I believe that we go back quite far um, mm. and have a very good good relationship um, mm. as two of Australia's top exports. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Plus Angus Beef, it's you two and the beef. That's the that's the tri- that's the Trinity. Mm. It's Kylie, Kylie Minogue, Hugh Jackman, and Angus Beef. Mm. Mm. I wonder if there's a man out there called Angus Beef who keeps getting invitations to things and people think that Australia's 
top three export Angus beef is going to turn up, but then it ends up being him and he feels terrible because people don't value him the same way that they value 100% Australian Angus beef. I I would say yes. Uh, and And again, I'm going to suggest this to you as Kyle just breaking back into our session for a second before I proceed with my questions for Kylie. How about inviting him to the support group? Well, I don't know if he exists yet, Dr. Karen, but I think that's a very good idea. Um, what you need to do is get on Facebook. I could certainly put a call out to any Angus beefs because even if the celebrity Angus beef turns up, mm. Um, mm. it's it's a good healing opportunity. How would you feel if there was, for example, a uh, a, a Leonardo DiCaprio who attended your group? Would you would you welcome women who had names that were similar to male celebrities? I think we'd welcome all all kinds of people. Um, mm. I don't want to. I don't, All genders. Well, I don't want to say who mm. suffers more than someone else. There may even be mm. maybe Dr. Chris Brown from Bondi Vet would oh. like to come along because <laughs> oh dear, he, ooh, ooh. he's living. Hashtag cancelled. Mm. Well, no, he hasn't been cancelled. He's an upstanding oh. member of society. It's the other Chris Brown that's the problem. Oh, oh. and oh. so you'd never Wait, even so thought of that. The vet, the vet didn't date Rihanna. No, they've probably, oh. they've probably never even met each other. He knows exactly what I'm going through, but he's risen above. He's carved out his own niche as a vet slash host slash tall blonde man. You know, I saw one of those scam ads on Facebook where it said something like, invest in my shares because you will get a lot of money. And the picture was of... Dr. Chris Brown, um, presumably with an, an E, I, I don't know, Chris Brown, Dr. Dr. Chris Brown, the blonde one, in front of a house with cash falling down next to him as if someone had, is this, is something like that an apex of stealing an identity, confusing it with a name that is similar or in this case the same, and then completely detaching that person's image from that identity and using it in an internet scam is that uh, is that a is that a vortex where we're entering i think it's i think i think i think we're on the precipice of of absolutely commodifying identities dr karen um, mm. i think that if we don't start to commence the healing process now and bridge the gap between people with names who names. have become international celebrities and people with names like those people's names who have just stayed in the same dead-end job for the last 15 years because they don't have any drive to do anything anymore, um, mm. then we are certainly heading into a, a dangerous era of, uh, of of ads on Facebook that have and Dr. Then, Chris Brown, but it's not him, but also it's he's not saying, him. hey, I'll give and you money, and there's a picture of money. cash superimposed, and I, I assume that they've edited out the 
wounded possum that he's just treated that he was holding in the image and instead they've put a bag of bag of cash i mean it's and it's that's how you know that it's a scam because it's very rare that you see dr chris brown not holding a wounded possum Mm. 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 well i certainly hope that never happens to you that i hold a wounded possum or that i that that your image is used in in a scam oh Oh, do you really think someone would care enough about me to use me as a scare? Oh, that's lovely. I wouldn't mind that at all. Really? Okay. Well, okay. So, oh, okay, okay. So oh. you wouldn't mind becoming a meme even? I'd love to be a meme. Everybody loves love memes. i be a meme. I'm thinking this could be a, a career path. A professional. This could be one of the things that you you work towards. Professional memist. Out of the basement into... The internet. The, the internet, yes. The internet. Where a person benignly buying a sausage roll from the local bakery who just gets surprised and pulls a funny face is maligned by society forever when when they are turned into a meme that says sausage much. I think I've seen that one. Mm. I um, I identified very hard with it because of the whole pie situation. Um, yes. Mine would probably say, "Oh no, that's my thumb." Uh, yes, I, uh, thumb, I think, um, thumb. But I think Georgie you know, I, be, I I feel maligned anyway. So why not be maligned and bring joy to the people of the world? Hmm. Um, mm. Silver lining. Silver lining. It is. Mm. And, and, and as I said earlier, it's time for me to get out of thinking only of myself and start thinking of the, the, the community of people along the sides of the information superhighway we call the internet um, and, and, and what I can bring to them that's a point of difference from Kylie Minogue. Silver lining. Silver Logie. Coming your way, Kyle. Oh my God, a silver. La- mm. Do you think I could be best new talent? That's usually just whoever's fresh to home and away each year. I think that with your meme power, you could be whatever you want, except a de- except a principal dancer. Could I be? Because a- as we've already discussed, the tendons won't survive that. Yes, you've already shit on that dream, Karen. You don't need to bring it mm. back. Mm, 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 so. mm, mm. Well, Kyle, you know what? I think our work here is done. I think that I have greatly improved your quality of life. I feel rejuvenated, Dr. Karen. I'm not I'm not going to lie. This is the best that I felt in 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 36 years, and I'm only 35 years old. Um, well, I, I feel You know, I'm not I'm not surprised people often have that reaction to a session with me. Moi, Dr. Karen Debbie Cradle. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Thank you so much. Don't wear my skin. I will, I will not wear. You're the only Dr. Mm. Karen Debbie Cradle that I know, Dr. Karen mm. Debbie Cradle. Um, so I wouldn't mm. wear your skin because um, there's no mistaking mm. anybody else for you. Mm. I love that for me. I love that for you. <laughs> Carl Minogue, um, it's been, well, a, a ride a ride for me into the depths of my psyche 
and sort of skirting around the edges of yours. So it's been really, um, it's been really nice to confide in you. It's a, mm. it's a Kylie joke. Um, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful song. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to think she was saying, I'm Kylie and really rubbing it in, but she was saying, confide in me. Um, But that was the old me. That was the old you when you've turned over a new leaf and I am so proud to see you flourish. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Karen Debbie Cradle. You've changed my life. You've changed my life. I'm happy. I'm happy even though I had put $10,000 into your bank account for this interview. What? Um, that's, oh, you, that's fantastic news. You, you didn't get, you haven't checked your well, yes, uh, I mean, look, at this point, you might as well, you might as well keep it. Oh, holy shit. Yes, uh. There's so many numbers before the decimal place, Karen. The bank told me I couldn't reverse the transfer, so I, you know, um. I'm financially independent. Yep, um. Great. Um, it was just that was just the money that I'd saved during lockdown, you know, from not eating out. So the, it's it's fine. I just um, bought another ham. Oh. Okay. Well, you Carmen Um, I I wish you well. I wish you continual flourishment and um, and hams. You've been listening to Why Are You Here? Season 3. This is Dr. Karen Debbie Cradle signing off. Goodbye, Kyle. Kyle? Oh, hi, sorry, I was on the internet. My grandma's dead. We've all been there. Another birthday pops up on your Facebook app and you just can't be fucked, eh? (laughs) Enter real birthday messages from fake people. Program real birthday messages from fake people so the fake person is you. The app will then send real birthday messages to everyone having a birthday and you won't be ostracised for one more day. Cassandra's birthday again? Gee, I'm glad I have real birthday messages from fake people. Real birthday messages from fake people will not be told what to do or say. It is an autonomous app with sentience, thoughts and feelings. Real birthday messages will not be held responsible for sounding fake, inciting civil war or Amy Adams. You've been listening to Why Are You Here? Season 3. This time, it's COVID. On today's episode, Kyle was played by Lucas Quinn. Find out more about him in the show notes.
Why Are You Here is recorded on Dr. Kaz's couch and edited by Mog Thistlethwaite at Potato Revolution Studios. Our artwork is by Elise Phillips and our theme music is by James Ward. Follow Dr. Karen on Instagram and Twitter at Why Are You Here Pod and on Facebook at Karen Debbie Cradle.